Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss the paleo diet, why you should do things now, and how you can take a shopping spree in your own home. So since this is our first episode ever, (laughs) we'll give you a little bit of info on who we are, your podcast host. So first, just hello, everybody. How how is the world? It's so weird because no one's actually responding. (laughs) We're good over here. (laughs) Yeah, we're good. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Um, My name is Angela Wagner, and I am a wife. I have an awesome husband named John, and you guys will hear a lot about him. He's pretty fantastic. And we're fairly different individuals, so we have a lot of fun um, discussions and challenges, and I think we really... um, compliment each other well. I also have two little babes. I have Luke, who is almost two and a half, and Zoe, who is almost seven months. Oh, and they're such cute babies. Aw, thank Mm -hmm. you. Sadly, this morning I said to John, he said, oh, she's about to turn seven months. And I was like, eight, eight months. And he's like, no, do the math. She was born in April. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I literally like aged my child a month. (laughs) I can't believe it's been that long. I I know. I know. It's pretty wild. Um, So I'm very busy at home, to say the least. And then um, I'm also an entrepreneur. I opened up a power yoga studio in Dallas in 2004, and we're still running strong. And I teach a couple of classes a week and do programs and just teacher trainings. And I love, 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 love my work. If you want to check out any of our yoga stuff, it's the website is yogasportdallas.com. And the other side of my business life is life coaching, which is a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about and share in this podcast. I'm super, super on fire about it. Um, And a lot of this, well, this podcast is based on a program that I created back in 2010 for my yoga studio. It's called Spark. That's why you're listening to the Spark podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole idea was when I got back from coaching training, I had done a bunch of programs in the studio and teacher trainings, but I wanted to create a program that was, you know, a combination of all the things that really helped me in life and that worked for me and that were fun and joyful and inspiring. So that's really what we're going to talk a lot about in this podcast. So if you want to look at any of that kind of stuff, or you're interested in doing the program, the program's actually online now. So it's pretty awesome. Anyone can do it. It's at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. So that's, that's me. How about you, Nicole? Well, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Nicole. Um, I am married to my fabulous husband, Vic. We've been together for a really long time. And I will also say we are very much opposites, but in a lot of the ways the same. So it's kind of crazy. But um, <laughs> we're an interesting mix. We have one kid. His name is Caleb. He is 15 years old. Teenagers. 
Whoa. I know, girl. Um, You're going to have to have a, some fun stories, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It's always always an interesting journey. Um, and then we have two little fur babies that are with me all the time. <laughs> little? Well, Shiner is ginormous. He's 60 pounds of little, but he's my little baby. <laughs> well, Phoenix is very, very little. How, how much does he weigh? Phoenix is only 10 pounds with no teeth and it's... <laughs> And his tongue hangs out the side. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I'll post pictures because it's adorable. <laughs> oh, my God. He is funny. Yeah, the two of them together. We'll post a picture on the show notes, you guys, because these two are like, they're like a cartoon. I think Shiner and Phoenix could be like the next Oh, my cartoon. gosh. They could. Oh, so cute. You'd love it. Uh, let's see. I teach yoga at Yoga Sports several times a week, and I'm also the manager there. Um, I'm super excited about this podcast and where it's going, and I'm just having so much fun uh, contributing in any way that I can, and I'm just a super silly, goofy, outdoor-loving yogi, and I can't wait to see where this goes, so... Let's do it, guys. <laughs> oh, I'm super pumped. Yeah, Nicole, I also call her the happiest person I know. So that, <laughs> mi- that might be your new tagline for the podcast. We'll Ooh, see. Oh, I like it. Yeah. And as I'm recording this and looking at my sweet little cat is like, she's like, you didn't mention me. So <laughs> oh, poor Bella. I know. She, I know. But so Bella is 18 or 19. We lost track. Um, oh, but <laughs> crazy. I got her in 1999, my senior year in college. So if that tells you my age, um, she was a kitty when I got her like, I think six months old. And she's like the sweetest cat ever. But she we laugh is. and we say that she's going to outlive all of us. I so. think so. <laughs> yeah. And then we also have a mutt Roxy because, you know, we just want to make things really, really exciting around here. So <laughs> <laughs> it's never boring, girl. <laughs> No, we, yeah, this morning as my husband's leaving the house, he's like, I think I have everything. I'm like, do you have three living beings in your car? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like yeah. So I was like, okay, good. I hope they're the three correct ones. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway. All right. So we're going to start off today with one of like my favorite things about this podcast, um, or really just about anything in life, is that I'm known as a sharer. So mm-hmm. My husband always says, like, I'm the queen of TMI, but I really am not. <laughs> I know I'm not going to, like, tell you, like, gross. Well, maybe some gross things, but I'm not going to go into, like, nasty territory. But I do really believe that we connect in life by sharing. And very often the things that we're afraid to share or we think we're alone in when we share, we connect and we feel better about it. So we are going to start with something called sucky moment of the week, which mm-hmm. – pretty awesome because who doesn't have sucky moment of the week right now right mm-hmm. yeah and so I'll tell you my sucky moment of the week and so first we're going to do a sucky scale so the sucky scale one is not so sucky sucky but not like not that big of a deal mm-hmm. five is oh my god this bleeping sucks <laughs> <laughs> so um oh gosh I always, whenever I think of like rating things, I'm like, am I being, you know, superficial here? Like this isn't that bad. And that's, what's interesting is if you, if you rate your bad day, it kind of gives you perspective. Cause as I go through these things and plan for the podcast, I'm like, okay, well I'm going to rate this or whatever. And then I'm like, oh really? That seems like that's not that actually that big of a deal. So that in and of itself is a great tool. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> 
I know. I know because I'm sitting here going, uh, I would say, at the, well, and every, let's say this too, that most of the things at the time feel like a four or five mm, and yeah. often a five, you know, True. You, when you reflect, you think about it, it's, it's always less. So I would give this one a four because at the time, Ooh. girl at the time I was pissed. So <laughs> <laughs> the short story is that I was backing out of, well, no, no. Okay. That's, I'm, jumping ahead of myself. Let me go back to the actual day. So the actual day that this part of it occurred, my husband was off on a Friday, which literally never happens. He never has Fridays off. And we were get, we were going to have a day together and play and go to lunch and have like a day date. Aww. And then, I know it was a fantastic idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then pick up our friend Brian and his wife, from, uh, they flew in from Boston. They were going to be here. With, he and I were doing a training at the yoga studio this weekend. So we were super excited. That was the plan. So we go and I'm like, oh, I'm so I'm like, we have to take out the car seats so that we can fit them in. We're going to take my car, which is the newer, nicer car, bigger car and go get it washed inside and out and go on our day. So we do this and we don't eat breakfast because we're like, we're going to go do this and then go have like a nice big brunch. We go through the drive-thru, we cut, the car comes out, and my passenger side mirror had crashed to the ground and was completely shattered. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, what? But I wasn't really like, what, what? Because I knew exactly what had happened. So <laughs> back to what I was starting to tell you, which is what happened like two months prior. I was backing out of the garage and... I clipped the mirror and, but I just kind of popped it back in and it had been fine. Cause I, and you could see, you know, my dad was like, Hey, there's something wrong with your mirror. It was like a little crushed and the mirror itself was fine. It was just the casing around it. That was a little dented. <laughs> and so, um, it's just a funny thing because my husband and I park, um, differently in the garage. So if he parks my car, he goes like into the left after, and I don't because I like to just back straight out and so, again, I just wasn't paying attention, but of course, I'd love to place a little blame on him because, you know, he curved it in to the left. But that's real. Vic does the same thing. He, like, pulls in really far to the left, and I pull in really far to the right. It's crazy. Why? That's so interesting. I guess it's just, like, the way we're used to doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a good lesson in being present because and not just sort of like assuming things. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway. So I, at the time was like, no big deal. Popped it back in. And I knew eventually, I guess, I don't know. I, I had to have known eventually it was going to fall down, but I really didn't think that far into it. I just wanted to move on with my day. So it ruined our day. We had to go back home. Funny enough, of course, switch out John's car. And at this point, it's like one o'clock. We're calling insurance, blah, 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 all the stuff that you have to do. And let me tell you, have you ever driven without your mirror on your driver's side? No, I can't even imagine. I'm sure it's crazy. It, it's like terrifying. I mean, terrifying. I was like, and we only luckily we only had to go a mile. So I was like, OK, this is we can't really drive this car anywhere. And so. So then, of course, we end up with this John's car, which was filthy inside and out. Inside, it smells like a golf course because he's a golf teacher. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, great. We were trying to, like, put our best foot forward for our friends. And here we end up with, like, the stinky lawn car. And then I don't even know. The whole day, of course, was not fun because we had to deal with the insurance and figuring all that out. And then I didn't have the car that weekend or John ended up having to drive it. Anyway, it was just a deal. And so... The car is 
in the shop and it's like oh, over a week now. It's still not ready. And so I just look back. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> this part wouldn't have changed regardless, except for the fact that if I had been more present, I would have saved a lot of money. Do you know how much a mirror costs? No, no idea. Okay. Well, apparently my mirror is expensive because it has one of those cool little sensors that tells you if somebody's like on your left side. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those are cool. They are cool. And clearly I need them, but, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, it was like well over. So my deductible is a thousand dollars. So it was, I don't know, maybe 1500 or <gasps> something. What for a mirror? That's crazy. Yeah. They haven't given me the final estimate yet, but so yeah, lesson in being present. But the lesson that I wanted to speak about or what we're going to call the is inspired action. And I love that. That's a term I use in the Spark program because anything that we do in life, we want to think about, it's not just flipping it to positive because that's awesome if you can do that. But I know sometimes I'm like, okay, well, look on the right side for me sometimes doesn't resonate. I'm like, well, yeah, this still sucks. Mm -hmm. So I'm, you know, you want to like notice that this is not a great thing for you and whatever, but what can I learn and what would I do differently? So what action can I take? How am I now inspired to be different? And so for me, it's, and this one will probably show up a ton on this podcast is do it now. And I just thought, man, if I had just fixed the mirror when it happened, I could have planned it out a time when I had, you know, it wouldn't have been like the weekend my friends were coming in and I had this trading and this and that could have been like, here's a week I'm out of town or here's this, you know? And so there it is. And it could have been cheaper because it might have been a smaller repair at that point. Maybe. Oh, I wonder. Oh, don't even throw that in. I that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> More reason to do it now, guys. <laughs> well, deductibles are deductible, so. True, true. Yeah, mm -hmm. but no, I that that could be true. But I was thinking about it because I was like, well, it really wasn't bad. So I was kind of just, I was really just avoiding the inevitable. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of it is that when something like that happens, you know, it's only going to get worse. So if you do it now, it'll get better quicker. Totally. So yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything that you can think of that relates? I think, well, I'm the queen of do it now at just about everything. I love like knocking stuff off of my list. Um, there was a finger snap there. If you couldn't hear it. <laughs> You go, girl. <laughs> With a little check mark on the end. Um, I love doing stuff now, but the one that comes to mind for me is I have a hard time forcing myself to leave my work and go to lunch on time. But I think the do it now is super helpful for that. Like, just go to lunch do it now. And then when you come back, you'll be fresh and ready to go. Cause what I end up doing is like continuing trying to check stuff off my list. And then I start to get tired and projects take longer. I mean, it's like inevitably what's going to happen if you don't just like take a break. So I think if I use the whole thought process of do it right now, just do it, go be done and come back. You'll be fresh. I don't know. I like that perspective of it. Do it yeah. now. Yeah. And I think too, and maybe we'll talk about this in another episode more in depth, because I think this is kind of bringing up something for me now is do it now. A lot of people think is only related to procrastinators. Mm -hmm. And I'm generally speaking, not a procrastinator and you're not, you're definitely not a procrastinator. Mm -hmm. um, I am with some things. I, it, I think it's hard to categorize yourself like always anything. Mm -hmm. right? right. But um, it's, it's, 
like do the thing you don't want to do now. Because like, I know for me and you are very similar in this way, like we love to do lists and check boxes. So we'll do the things we can check off the list so that we can say we're doing it now and feel like we're really exactly productive. But there's something to be said for doing the thing you don't want to do before you do all those boxes, because that that's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. of avoiding avoiding other things. So just oh, something yeah. to think about. We'll put that out there and then we'll, um, we'll write that down for another episode because I think there's a lot more it's juice real. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So that's the sucky moment of the week. And yeah, so see now, like after you hear the story, you're like, that's a four. That's not really that bad, Angela. And it's like, no, you're right. And the more that I tell the story, the more I'm like, it's just not that bad. So so use that as an exercise in life is to rate it and see like, uh, put it in perspective. All right. So let's move on. We want to discuss, uh, we're going to be discussing some different things with nutrition and all kinds of things, delving into the hot things going on, like really good nutrition, anything and everything. So this week we wanted to give you guys some cool information on the paleo diet. And the reason that I chose this one in the early stages of the podcast is that Nicole is a very, very dedicated paleoite, paleo, paleoer, paleoer. I like that. <laughs> what? What are your? What's the name of your people? <laughs> I don't know. I like paleoer though. Let's paleoer. Go, let's go with that one. I like that. <laughs> so she <laughs> eats paleo pretty much all the time. She's really committed, and it has for years. And she'll talk more about it. But I, when I met her, was like, "What? Wait, what? I've heard about." I've heard about your people (laughs) (laughs) and it just fascinates me because I like to know more about different diets, different lifestyles and the why behind them. So it might be something that who knows, maybe it would work for you. So Nicole, give us, give us the details. Like what is it? What do you get to eat? What do you avoid and why? Okay. So, and what's cool about the paleo diet is it's really becoming popular now. There's like whole restaurants structured around it. So there's lots of places you can go and just try it out and see if it's something you might be interested in. Um, But basically what it is, paleo means you're going to eat real food, no processed food, and then that's it. So it's pretty simple. You just have to eat real food. Now it sounds simple. I shouldn't say it's not that simple, but (laughs) there are some things you have to avoid. But the idea behind it is, is that it's vegetables, it's fruit, meat, nuts, and seeds. Like that's your whole scope of what you can eat, which is actually a lot of food when you think about it. And then the foods to avoid. I always hate saying avoid because it sounds like, oh, you can never have it again in your entire life kind of thing. But you know what I mean? Like it sounds like forever. But the ones (laughs) that we avoid with paleo are dairy, grains, and then, of course, anything that's processed. So dairy and grains are usually when people hear that, they're like, oh, I'm out. I love both of those, which is exactly how we were when we started. So I completely understand how that goes. So you when you say grains, I mean, you're talking rice, you're talking. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Any anything bread, pasta, anything like that, all grains which is like, what's left to eat? That's what people always say. And I'm like, there's lots of things to eat still. You just have to get a little creative and learn more about, like really focus on the foods that you like and then find ways to make that food more interesting for you. Yeah. Um, So you get to eat any fruits, any vegetables Mm -hmm. and meats. Yep. Yeah, it's funny because when you send me recipes, 
they'll be like bacon. And I'm like, this is paleo friendly. <laughs> totally. Now, so there, there's one thing. There are definitely different levels of paleo. Some people are a lot more hardcore, very traditional. We kind of go what I call it's sustainable for us. And so bacon, I love bacon. <laughs> Who doesn't love bacon? <laughs> right? Well, bacon is really how I got... I was one of those kids who was like super picky and never would eat vegetables of any kind, especially if they were green. Like I didn't want anything to do with it. Like it, I was that weird kid. But as soon as we started doing paleo type research, I started finding out people would get their kids to eat like Brussels sprouts, asparagus by combining it with bacon. And dude, I'm telling you, whew, <laughs> it'll change your perspective because it doesn't taste like it. All it tastes like is bacon, you know? Brussels sprouts are good with bacon. I will tell you that. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so that's really what started to like lean me over into considering trying more vegetables. So that's, that's the way, the way to go. So we're not like super hardcore. We do, we do include bacon in a lot of ours and we do occasionally have dairy, but it's very small. Um, but how we got the whole shebang started was um, Vic, my husband, had severe heartburn and we went to the doctor and it was like this whole elaborate thing of like, you know, we're eventually going to have to go in with a little scope thingy, figure out what's going on. It's probably going to require surgery after that. And it was just like, and he was, we were in our 20s at that point and we were like, what? This is way too early for this kind of stuff to be happening. And so they just kept recommending change your diet, change your exercise, and then we can revisit and see what it is. And so we kept hearing the same thing. So we're like, okay, let's figure something out. And then here we are six years later. We're still <laughs> paleo strong. Vic no longer has heartburn. Um, I had a lot of like stomach digestion issues. And once I got off of dairy, that was a, a world changer for me. So all that has completely disappeared. And now we are pretty consistently, I call it about 80% paleo um, each week. So that means about 80% of our meals are paleo friendly. And then we get to pick a couple of cheat meals each week. Sometimes it's one, sometimes it depends on, I like to make everything into a game. So sometimes it's like, go 10 days and then you can have three cheat meals. Um, but I just, because I like games, but we're pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you guys like have contests too, right? Oh yeah. We're both super competitive, especially with each other. And so like, <laughs> we like, we like to try to challenge the other person. Cause like he knows what my weaknesses are and I know his. So I know that if there's like a, a poker game coming up, which there's a poker game tonight. So I know there's going to be beer there. And oh my gosh, he has such a weakness for beer, which we don't, we don't drink beer or any kind of alcohol on paleo. Um, so I know like if beer's coming up that he's definitely going to fail the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so then what do you get? Um, we do different things. So like our last one was so funny. We put whoever's the first person to cheat has to give up a hundred dollars for the next like meal we go out to you have to put a hundred dollars in towards it and so um we did this one a couple of weeks ago and he he did not he did not drink the beer because he did not want to lose a hundred dollars but we just do random things sometimes it's for chores which um, is sort of funny because you're married <laughs> I know <laughs> but we're both really competitive like I want to yeah. win <laughs> that's hilarious I mean because really your money is like each other I anyway, know but. <laughs> but it's so much fun <laughs> 
or like I will do things to get somebody else to do the dishes. I will like hold out strong <laughs> so that oh, yeah. somebody will take my dishes day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just try to make it fun because we we decided to make this choice to make it a lifestyle. So it's not really a diet for us anymore. Like this is just how we eat. This is how we live. We stuck with it because we both just felt better. And when you find something that makes you feel better, you find a way to make it last for you. And so this is kind of our fun, crazy way of making it work. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And he lost a little weight, huh? Oh my gosh. Just a little bit. He went... (laughs) And it fell off of him so quickly. That's such a dude thing, you know. Um, but we started, and I would say within our first year, he lost about 40 pounds, which oh my God. is insane, um, which I'll show you guys some pictures. It's it's crazy. I think it's more 50 pounds, though. When I look at it, I'm like, mm, that's more than 40, my friend. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I lost weight, too. Not Not nearly as much as he did, but... Oh my goodness. Like it was fascinating to just watch it fall off of him. He looks like a totally different person. So I'll post a picture of our wedding picture when we got married. I don't even know what year it was. Oh man. 2009. We got married in 2009 and then I'll post a picture of him now. Like it looks like a different person, doesn't he? Oh, it does. Because when we were planning this episode, John and I were in Mexico on vacation and I was telling him and he was like, Vic used to be chunky. And I was like, uh, yeah, more than chunky. He he lost like 50 pounds. And he's like, I can't even picture it. So I asked you to text me a photo and John mm-hmm. was like, oh, my God. I <laughs> know. It's I mean, totally different, totally different guy. And he just feels younger now and he's more active now and can do a lot of things, which is kind of funny. Like we're in our 30s now and we can physically do more than we could in our 20s just because of how we were eating and living because neither one of us knew how to cook or do anything and so we were just we were those kids who were still eating hot pockets and just that's all (laughs) hot pockets oh my god do you do you know who Jim Gaffigan is Mm -mm, no Oh, he's a comedian, and I I didn't know who he was either before I met John. But John and his family they they love him, and so anyway, we'll we look up like YouTube and look up Jim Gaffigan Hot Pockets. But he does like this whole thing on it. Stop it! I mean, they're divine. I don't know what's in them. <laughs> he talks about like how good they are, but like how you just you know are in the bathroom and. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so funny. It, yeah. So. Oh, maybe we'll post. We'll look and see. Maybe we can post a if we can find a YouTube. I bet there's a YouTube because he's kind of known for his hot pocket. Really? Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll but, make a note. But now we're. It's just so interesting to see like how physically active and how we can hike and do all these crazy adventures now. Like we definitely would not have done that six years ago. Like we yeah. couldn't have physically kept up with it. Um, so it's just one of those things like give it a try. Try real food. See what happens for you. And some people are like, I can't give up the dairy. I Dairy didn't work well for me personally. So it wasn't as hard for me to give it up because like I felt better when I didn't eat it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's try it out and see. I mean, I think we're, with any of these kinds of things, it's always trial and error. But it's interesting to mm-hmm. see how it affects your body. Yeah. And then just find what works for you and something that's realistic that you can actually sustain, not like we're yo-yoing all the time. Yeah, because like for me, the giving up the wine, yeah, wine is like my, mm. I need that for being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, that that's always challenging. I can do it like, you know, I mean, I don't 
generally I don't drink during the week much. Sometimes if I'm having a, a stress day or if we have like a special event, but mm-hmm. usually just the weekends, I just really enjoy my champagne. So. Yeah. See, that one's hard for Vic. Beer is his, he loves those IPA beers, loves them. Um, mm. So anytime that's around, he has a, oh, I heard Bella. I know. She's, <laughs> you guys will hear her a lot because she's old and she meows a lot. Aww. <laughs> Sweet Bella. But yeah, the alcohol is a, that's a tough one. I don't actually drink very much. So that one's easy for me. So that's why I always like to give him a hard time. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for your info on paleo. If you were interested in what, what, what that was now, you know. All right. So we're going to have a segment that's ask the coach or ask Angela. We haven't decided exactly what we'll call it. So basically just send me your questions, any questions you have on really anything. I mean, I coach people on diet, exercise, just life, love, you name it. So podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com will be the email address and you can check us out and, you know, just send us a question and we might feature you on the podcast. Okay, so we are going to finish out with try this. So try this. Um, This week's challenge is to shop in your own house. And I love this one because I've been in this major decluttering mode, which we'll talk a lot about in future episodes is a little teaser there. Uh, And so I was cleaning out my guest bath and I've never showered in there because it's a guest bath. And so I just have never had to, so never have. And so I've cleaned it, but I, I don't know, I guess I just kind of, who knows? Anyway, I went in there and I found like all these little awesome samples that I'd gotten from like my birch box, like a year ago that no guest had ever used. And we have guests stay here quite a bit. So my theory is that guests just bring their own stuff anyway, but yeah. I love them. I have this like awesome conditioning mask and I don't even remember what else was in there, but I was like, look at this. So I think it's really cool, especially if you go into like parts of your home that you maybe don't look in much like a closet that you, you know, like a linen closet. Maybe there's like a corner that's kind of in the back or, you know, the kid's room in the back or who knows, but just find one spot and go through it and see. And I guarantee you're going to, well, one, you're probably going to find some stuff you need to throw away and that will get you, (laughs) that'll get you like in the mode of clean out. But two, you'll most likely also find something that you forgot you had or that, you know, you're like, Oh, I didn't know I had this. And so it's kind of cool. And it, sometimes it can really save money too. Cause I know like even with something like medicine, like I've noticed, like I have the same type of medicine in three different places in my house. Oh, how funny. (laughs) Yeah. I don't need like, you know, three bottles of Tylenol. So, um, so I gave you this challenge, Nicole, and what, uh, what did you come up with? Yes, it was super fun. And it helped me realize that there are two areas in my house that I don't really mess with. That's kind of the boys zone. I don't like clean it or anything. So that's now on the to-do list at some point. Um, they don't know that's coming (laughs) the boys zone. But one of them is this like section in the pantry where we have like snacks and stuff for Caleb. That's stuff that Vic and I don't eat. Um, you know, that teenage stuff that you can eat because your metabolism's fantastic. Um, but I found stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff that's so good, but mm -mm, no, but I found this little box, this little sample box of tea from Celestial Tea back when Vic and I went to Colorado. This was months ago. And we went on a tea tour through Celestial Tea, which is so cool. You should totally do it. 
Um, I'm obsessed with tea. Oh, and it was, it was such a cool experience to like see how it's all made. And then you get to go in all the rooms where they keep the tea and do the peppermint room. (gasps) I'm telling you, it would like clean your nasal passage out in a heartbeat. (laughs) It was crazy. It was really neat to experience. But anyway, I found this little tea sample from months ago and it just made my day. I was like, yes, it's like almost fall kind of, sort of. And I was like, yes, it's time to get the tea out. And then I didn't even have to buy any tea. I just had this little magical one. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's sort of funny what she just said, because these probably won't be released till January. But we're recording this now. Like, it's almost Thanksgiving in Dallas. And it's still, like, in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so crazy. she's like, it's almost fall. Like, we've been waiting for, like, months. We're like, it's going to get cold. Is it coming? Is it coming? Yeah. So it's been a kind of an interesting summer but winter is coming winter might be coming might be coming (laughs) stay tuned we'll let you know know. (laughs) thank you for listening to this episode of spark find us online at angelawagnercoaching.com follow us on facebook twitter instagram and pinterest at coach a wags that's a w a g s remember this week to take the time to give thanks raise a glass and discover what it is that sparks you.